How's it going? Charles Botenston here. Today we're going to be talking about something that everyone wants to be, and that's an entrepreneur. It's like the cool thing to do. It's, it's one of those that, ooh, the iPhone or the iPad, it's like that shiny new ball that everyone wants to get, get on that train, buy that ticket. This is the cool new celebrity. That's entrepreneurship right now. And really one of the biggest things that I, I like, for me, I never looked at it as a cool thing to get into. I never was like, oh, I like this thing called entrepreneurship. This is what I want to do. It's just, it, it, for me, it was just natural. It was like, I didn't want to work for someone. That's really what it came down to. It wasn't that I liked entrepreneurship. I just didn't want to work for someone. I didn't want to have a boss. And now that I think about it, there's really two types of people that learn. They have people like myself. Well, now I'm like a blended kind of person. But before, I was like, I need to learn as much as I can, and then I'll do it. Gary Vaynerchuk is like, I'm going to do as much as I can, and then I'll learn. He's the opposite. He takes action, then learns. I need to learn before taking action. And now I'm a blended person where I learn a little bit, take action. Learn a little bit, take action. Before, I needed to learn a ton to take action. But what's funny is in, in any area, for me, before I took action... I just looked at the circumstance in my happiness, all right? So, and the reason why I'm talking about learning and then doing is because I had a dozen jobs. And now, now that I look back at it, I started as a caddy. Then I went into doing Cutco sales. You know, Cutco sales is selling knives door-to-door and cold calling, da-da-da. Then I sold, resold things, bought things on eBay, then resold it. Then I had a small pay-per-click business, which is pay-per-click business on online. You know, everything I did was entrepreneurial. You know, I was I start, uh, landscaping or mowing lawns or whatever I was doing was entrepreneurial. And I hated working for, in quotes, the man. The man, the boss, the manager, the CEO, hierarchy, any of these terms. I just, I, I didn't understand it. I, and what I really didn't understand is, and something that Gary Vaynerchuk actually recently brought up, but you talk about meritocracy, which is the best should advance, not who is there the longest. You know, teachers, like they have something called tenure. Like, oh, you've been here for 10 years or eight years. It's harder for you to be fired. It's like, no, no, no. It should be like only the best survive. You know, like I, I don't understand why it's different in teaching when every other industry is, if you suck, you're fired. If you're late, you're fired. If you do something wrong or inappropriate or immoral or illegal, you're fired. It's like, why, why is there no meritocracy in, say, teaching or something like that? When you have meritocracy, where only the best survive, where the marketplace chooses who the best is, which is really entrepreneurship, you can't buy sales. You, sort of you can, but you can't, you can't be stable expand and continuously grow be profitable if you're buying your way into sales in other words um you know pay-per-click where it's i pay people to click websites to go and visit and then that website would think that real people are actually going to visit their website when in fact i paid that person to go visit their website that's ridiculous like at one time google's like okay this is happening we'll just understand what person is going to all these websites? How long they're going to be on the websites? Do they scroll? Do they click? Do they leave? Da, da, da. And then through there, they made their cascading hierarchy 
of web results when you Google something. So the biggest thing is born entrepreneurship. It's, you know, Gary, he said it. He said he would rather live in a shit apartment with 12 people on top of each other with rats and rodents and and leftover food than ever go back into working for someone. And I am the exact same way. I just, I did not see myself ever putting on a suit, walking through a door, meeting with a manager. She's not happy with my work. And the reason she's not happy with my work is because I just don't like my work. I don't like what I do. I don't feel inspired. I don't feel motivated. I don't see a vision for the company. And which is also sort of like what Simon Sinek talks about in leadership is he's like, listen, he's like, you need to have motivated people. And that's why companies that have employees that are motivated, say at Apple, they succeed. And they feel like they run their future. They have control of their future. And that's really what an entrepreneur is, is do you want to have control of your future? Do you want to have control of your money, your time, your ability to expand? If you do, yes, of course, everyone wants to do it or have that. But if you really, really, truly think about it, not a lot of people actually, they want it, but do they really, really want it? Do they really want to put in the hours? Do they really want to go through the risks? There, I think that's really what it comes down to is, is risk. If you are able to stomach the risk of whatever, a month of money left, a week of money, payroll is going to be tough to pay in two months. Elon Musk, he, he did an interview and he was like, listen, he's like, literally, we are going to go bankrupt the next day if we didn't fund our current operations. He was going to go bankrupt. I think it was either Tesla or SpaceX, one of them, was going to go bankrupt. I think it was no, it was SpaceX. He said, if this third launch failed, the, business, the company was out of business. Like, you couldn't convince anyone after three failed launches that this is going to be a viable con- company and to continuously put money into us. But because it succeeded, he stomached the risk and he's still in business. That's one of the biggest things. Is he, are you stomaching risk? Are you, do you have the ability to go out and sell and market Put yourself out there to be a public celebrity. Uh, PR problems. It's literally everything. HR, PR, um, customer service. You are everyone when you're a solopreneur or when you start expanding. Do you have the ability? E-Myth, great book, unbelievable book uh, by Michael Gerber. And he talks about it. He's like, do you have the ability to actually install the systems, to put in the systems and the processes in place to actually run an entrepreneurial business. Do you have that ability to expand? Starbucks, you can literally, they can make 70,000, 70,000 different types of drinks. However, it only takes one week to train an employee because they made it, they, they made, they dumbed it down to any educational letter, any educational uh, level, any competence level. They dumbed it down where, I'm not calling the employees dumb, I'm just saying they made it so you could be 10, 9, 8 years old and literally run 70,000 different types of drinks because they dumbed it down to one week of training. If you do this, you do this, this is the outcome. If you do this, you do this, here's the drink, here's the, the frappuccino, here's the latte, here's the coffee, here's the whatever the other types of drinks are. I'm not a Starbucks drinker, but you have to think about Am I an entrepreneur? Am I, am I, do I have the ability? And listen, for me, people, I hear it all the time. I want to go into real estate. 
that I own a real estate company. I want to go into real estate because I want to control the amount of money I, I make, the amount of time I have, da da da. And they just go back and, and they fumble around. And I'm like, I don't think you understand. It's not easy. They, they feel like they just enter into the real estate community and then referrals and new business and, and houses and listings and clients will just start funneling into their life. No, dude, this is their largest purchase of their life. Of course, they're going to take their time. Of course, they're going to look around for the best real estate agent as they should. Going back to what I said, meritocracy, who's ever the best is going to get hired. Who's ever the best is going to get bought. Their service is going to get used. Their product is going to get repurchased. I keep on repurchasing great products because I know, what the, I know what to expect. I know the experience that I'm going to have. It's the same thing. If you can't replicate your service, your business, your product continuously, the experience that they're going to have, the emotions that your clients are going to have, your customers are going to have, you're not an entrepreneur. If you're not willing to grow and expand and get smarter and push yourself out there, you're not an entrepreneur. And I'm only saying this because of the statistics. If the statistics were the other way around, where it said 90, 90% of the businesses succeed within five years or 10 years, then I'm like, okay, I think everyone's an entrepreneur. The reason I'm going the other way and saying, are you an entrepreneur? I would question it because it's not easy. It's expensive. You're probably going to uh, maybe lose health-wise, you know, lose a little bit health-wise, whether you don't go to the gym as much or you don't eat as healthy or you're stressed out or you're emotionally drained or you don't have as much energy or emotion. That's the biggest thing. Are you able to have all of that? And, oh, by the way, pay, the, pay your mortgage. Um, if you have children, if you have a wife, if you have a husband, you know, whatever else is going in your life. Are your parents, are they... What are they doing? Are they still healthy? Do you need to take care of them? Do you need to take care of your, your uh, a lawn that you have at your house? Like small little things, you know? It's like pay for gas, buy new cars, make financial decisions in your own life on where to invest, 401ks, IRAs, things like that. It's, it, uh, the reason I'm not touting it is because in the beginning, I'm like, I just don't want to work for the man. I didn't think entrepreneurialism was something I was getting into. I was like, oh yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just a real estate agent. Then I became a better real estate agent. Then I started my own company. It's like, I didn't look at it as I, I want to be an entrepreneur. I just looked at it where I just didn't want to work for the man. So what is your reason? What is the reason you want to get into it? If it's, don't say to save time because you are not going to save time. You're not going to suddenly become a an entrepreneur and get another four hours of your day and say you did say that happened what are you going to fill it with what are you going to do you know these are questions you should ask you know a a good friend of mine completely stopped drinking and i said wow i'm like what does it feel he goes i have so much time i go how do you feel it he goes i just stress more So he stopped drinking. He has so much time because he's not out with his buddies getting drunk. He's not hungover the next day. So he has so much time. And he goes, my head is clear. And now he's thinking more. You know. So I told him to steer the thoughts in the right direction. So you think more, more positively. You know. Uh, and that's one of the things is that as an entrepreneur, you're going to have to rearrange your life to your clients. You're going to have to rearrange your life to your customers. Your customers are going to call you at... 8, 9, 10 p.m. They're going to call you on weekends. You know, don't expect that you're going to have all this this free time and, and vacations and all these things that you want to do. So 
just really think about it. Listen, if you have any questions, shoot it over. Uh, love to love to hear from you guys, and obviously subscribe to the uh, podcast on uh, SoundCloud. Visit icharles.com. That's my website or uh, YouTube, where I literally come out with a video, like two to three videos a week, uh, which is my bread and butter and Snapchat and Instagram and blah blah blah. But I listen. I recommend it. But it's not one of those things that you should get into it because you heard it was cool, because you heard that Elon Musk or Mark Zuckerberg or any of these other guys that you read about are just having these amazing badass lives. Because to be honest, you think anyone – like the the Winklevoss twins, Winklevoss twins, they sued Zuckerberg for Facebook. Do you think that they had the vision to actually grow Facebook to that? You know, say – Zuckerberg never took it over. By the way, there was MySpace and Friendster before Facebook. Facebook wasn't the first one. It was the first one that actually knew how to scale. And that's the biggest thing. They had a vision for the world to connecting the world, connecting people. And good for them. That's meritocracy is that the best will survive. And I am all for that. So have an awesome day. Go to all my social links and uh, let me know if you have any questions. Talk to you soon.